Today's show is sponsored by the MultiorgasmicMama.com. If lack of confidence, low libido, or guilt and shame around your sexuality are the cause of your bedroom woes, you know, the hot wild sex you never have anymore, or the transition into motherhood that sucked your libido dry, let me help you get your mojo and magnetic feminine spark back. Magic, miracles, total self-love, and multi-orgasmic bliss included. See you at the MultiorgasmicMama.com. All right, y'all, if you wanted to know all about how the multi-orgasmic mama went from wondering if I'd actually ever had an orgasm to being completely multi and sometimes even omni-orgasmic, what is that? I hear you asking in the background. That is a continual state of orgasmic bliss, which happens sometimes depending on the time of the month, uh, every now and then for me, <laughs> then here is my story about all of that. So I think I told you once before on here about my first orgasmic experience, or maybe I just put that on a post on social media. I don't know. So I'm going to tell you again. <laughs> so I was in 10th grade and this really tall, hot senior guy gave me a hug and it was his pelvis pushing into mine and it totally sent me over the top. And I just remember being like, Oh my God, that's fireworks in my pants. <laughs> that is for sure an orgasm. And now that I look back and that I know more about orgasm, I would say that I probably was having orgasms before then and just didn't really realize it. But in that moment, that's when I knew. I was like, yep, yeah, mm -hmm, that's an orgasm. So I didn't have sex until I was 18. And when I did, and all throughout my 20s, I wasn't sure if I was actually having an orgasm or not, like I had experienced with that hot, tall senior guy, right? So there were like little rushes of pleasure or, you know, like really intense sensations, but I wasn't really getting the fireworks going off. And if what I was experiencing was indeed an orgasm, then it was just really fucking weak. <laughs> so this made me question if I was actually having one or not. It used to really make me upset, and I'd often even pressure my partner for sex, even though he didn't know that that was my motive, because I wanted to prove to myself that I was actually having orgasms and that my body actually worked. I grew up a competitive gymnast, so um, I was completely obsessed with gymnastics. That's like all I cared about, <laughs> and it was my life for like 10 years. Uh, but I was taught how to perform, that when it was time to perform, you had to be on. This is like the, the athlete mentality, right? You, you show up, you do the thing, you have to do the thing now. Uh, but I was unconsciously bringing that same attitude into lovemaking. Like I was always trying to prove to myself that I could do it, that I could be good at sex and that I could have great orgasms. It drove me literally bonkers, wondering if I actually was having an orgasm. So I never really watched porn because I, I don't know, like I was so, I had so much sexual shame and guilt and it totally grossed me out. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know what was normal or not because, you know, like no one ever taught us what an orgasm actually was or how to have one. And due to, you know, being raised super religious and Southern Baptist, I was so shy about talking about sex and uh, just generally shut down. So I thought I was having orgasms, but wasn't sure because they were so weak. Now, 
if you're sitting there thinking like, oh my God, me too, <laughs> my orgasms are so weak, if that's what I'm, I'm experiencing at all, I don't even know, uh, then I want you to stop wandering right now. Fret not, my dear, because I want you to do three things instead of wandering if you've ever actually had an orgasm. Because honestly, you probably are, but they are just super weak. And I want you to stop with the wandering and stop with the feeling like you're broken because you're not having them. And I want you to start doing these three things instead. Number one, I want you to stop comparing yourself to everyone else's orgasm and everything that you've seen in porn and understand what really makes an orgasm an orgasm. So like I mentioned before, none of us really got an education around what an orgasm is and how to have one. So it's really no wonder that a lot of us are left wondering what the fuck is going on down there, <laughs> diagnosing ourselves and wondering if we're really broken or not because we're not experiencing the fireworks like everyone else is talking about. Because the only education we ever got around orgasm was probably from porn. And that is so shitty because those women aren't having orgasms. They're performing. They're faking it. <laughs> They're literally in front of a camera with people around them filming them while they perform and, and act. So my God, if you actually think these women are having orgasms, please just stop right there because most of the time they absolutely are not. They're being paid to act like they are, leaving many of us wondering then, well, what does, if they're not, and then how do I know that I am? So the point is that no one will know what your orgasm is going to look or sound like except you. So you have to stop comparing yourself to what you think it should look or sound like, or even feel like, and start exploring with yourself. So the comparison is killing it. All right. You've got to stop comparing yourself to what you think you know or what your friends are experiencing. Because even if it comes from your friend and they're telling you, oh, it's like this for me. Well, guess what? There was a study that was done that with women, when they describe their orgasm, they had like 60 different words that they used to describe an orgasm. So <laughs> uh, if your friend is having an experience and she's trying to tell you, well, this is what an orgasm is, then that's actually really limiting because your experience just might not look, feel, or sound the same as theirs. And that's totally fine. Everyone will have their own unique expression and it will look and sound different for everyone. Now, the other part of this is that you need to stop comparing yourself. Yes, but you need to understand that there are tons of different types of orgasms and it's vital that we expand our definition of what orgasm is. Now I have talked about this on previous episodes and I've talked about the different types of orgasms in episode 15, I believe. So if you're curious, uh, make sure you go listen to that one because it's definitely the most downloaded episode to date. <laughs> People love that one. I get comments about it all of the time. All right. So many women are experiencing orgasm, but don't know it because what they define as an orgasm doesn't fit the male model of a pleasurable sensation that steadily and exponentially builds up over time. And that leads to fireworks. That's the male model of orgasm. That's what works for most men. But that's very limiting to women's experiences of pleasure and orgasm. So we really need to redefine what it actually means. So an orgasm is any pleasurable sensation that expands through the body and creates a mindset shift. So this doesn't mean that the sensation has to expand exponentially. 
It can just expand slowly and steadily, and then it can drop back down to hardly any pleasurable sensation, and then it can rise back up again. I experience that all the time, where there's just like this buildup, and then it stops, and then it goes away, and then it builds up again, and then it stops, it goes away. Okay, so it doesn't necessarily expand exponentially, and it doesn't necessarily lead to fireworks. Some orgasms can be super peaceful and airy, like breast and heart orgasms. I've had those before, and I'm like, wow, there's so much peace in this, and I feel so much pleasure, and it just leads to this absolutely peaceful mindset shift. And other orgasms can feel oceanic and deep, like my cervical orgasms. They're so, so deep. So if you're experiencing a pleasurable sensation that over time builds up, even if it builds up and goes away and then builds up again, if it leads to some sort of mind state shift, it can be surrender, it could be peace, it could be pleasure, anything, then you're most likely having an orgasm, just not in the way that we've been taught. So yeah, it's important to understand the definition of orgasm because that might change how you've been viewing things. It might actually mean that you are not broken. <laughs> okay, now number two, instead of wondering if you've ever actually had an orgasm, I want you to drop the goal of having one the next time that you have sex or the next time that you solve pleasure. I mean like seriously, before you even go to make love with your partner or with yourself, you're going to create an intention and you're going to say it out loud. Something like, I intend to relax and receive pleasure. And that's it. No goals for an orgasm, no pushing, no striving, no time constraints. You're simply going to relax and let your body feel what it wants to feel. We've been pushing our bodies and telling our bodies what it needs to do, what it needs to experience for so long. Your body doesn't want to be told what to do every time it has sex, okay? Your body has a mind of its own. Stop telling it what it should feel. Stop telling it what it needs to experience. And when you get into the experience of lovemaking or self-pleasuring, you're going to let your focus remain on any pleasurable sensations that you're feeling and nothing else. So your mind is going to start wandering and doing the things it usually does. Why is this taking so long? Isn't he getting tired now? I feel guilty for making him spend so much time down there. Oh my God, freaking stop, woman. Okay, stop. Stop, 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 stop. And instead, you're going to catch yourself having those thoughts and you're going to come back to where do I? Or where can I feel pleasure right now? Again, ask yourself, where do I or where can I feel pleasure right now? Instead of going into those cycles of thoughts that do not serve your pleasure, that are going to absolutely keep you from experiencing orgasm. Okay, so anytime you have a thought that doesn't lead to whatever pleasurable sensations you're having, you ask yourself, where do I or where can I feel pleasure right now? And when you find a pleasurable sensation, if you find one, you might not find one. And you know what? It's totally fucking okay. It's totally okay for your body to not feel pleasure for once. Okay? It's the pressure that we put on ourselves to feel it that's so limiting. So if you do happen to find a pleasurable sensation, you're going to hook into that sensation and let your focus ride the wave of that pleasurable sensation. And if anything comes up for you that's keeping you from being able to do this, 
then that's a good sign that you're in need of some sexual integration through the coaching that I do with my clients. So a lot of times people will experience a blockage or they'll experience a fear or they'll experience the guilt and the shame and they cannot get past it. It is an absolute block to their pleasure. And if you're trying what I'm telling you out and you're coming up to those blocks, then that's a really good sign that you need to work with your body mind to integrate these fears, these thoughts, these pieces of you on a deeper level. Okay, you're not going to work through this stuff and come to integration on your own. I'm sorry, I don't know anyone that's done that. Uh, if this is what's blocking you from pleasure, then you're really going to need to work on the integration of the body-mind parts and pieces of you that are keeping you from experiencing the pleasure at all. So uh, now the third thing that I want you to do instead of wondering if you've ever had an orgasm is to start a jade egg practice. You hear me tell you all the time. Why? Because there is nothing more effective to help a woman learn to orgasm or to strengthen her orgasm so that it doesn't feel so weak that you're wondering if you've ever even had one than starting a regular JTAG practice. Think that's a bunch of woo-woo shit, ladies? Well, let me just tell you, I got this really beautiful email uh, the other day from someone, and here's what she had to say about the JTAG practice. She said, for the longest time, I hated my body, even though men would seem to be lusting after me. I just was not happy with what I had. My jade egg has changed all of that, and I now feel more connected to my heart. I'm learning to love myself every day, and for that, I thank you. Also, I noticed after the jade egg practice, I'm extremely aroused and craving different types of sex even. Thank you so much. So, one of the most common side effects of the jade egg practice is stronger and longer lasting orgasms, more turn on, and more body love. See, it's not just me telling you all of this. It's not just me. It's all of my clients too, and people that email me randomly. Uh, so if you've ever been wondering if you're having orgasms, because they're so weak, you're not sure, and you think you might be broken, then I want you to head over to the multiorgasmicmama.com forward slash coaching. And I want you to check out my program, Multiorgasmic Bliss JDEG Coaching Program. And I want you to set up a day and a time to talk with me about it to see if it's right for you. If you're not ready for one-on-one -on -one coaching, I get it, it's not for everyone then you can go to my jade egg shop and you can purchase an egg there for $69 and you can purchase my self-study course and you can do the jade egg audio guided practices that I have um, and the PDFs will kind of tell you how to do everything. Uh, you can purchase that, but of course I will absolutely always recommend that you work with me one-on-one -on -one because that is the only way that I will guarantee results. All right, ladies, let's recap. If you have been wondering if you've ever even had an orgasm because they're so weak or you feel like you've really just never had one at all, then I want you to do three things instead. Number one, stop comparing yourself to everyone else, especially porn. Number two, stop being a try hard and drop the goal. No goal of having an orgasm, just feel. Just see if pleasure wants to visit you during your sexual experience. It might not, and guess what? It's okay if it doesn't. Number three, 
check out my multi-orgasmic bliss jade egg coaching program and let's get you started learning the jade egg practice and working through it all together i will tell you flat out there's no point in buying a jade egg from me if you're not gonna learn how to use it sorry <laughs> like i know far too many women that have a jade egg sitting on a shelf in their bedroom and they have never actually used it because they get it and they have no idea what to do with it don't let that be you um, let's let's work through the practice together and let me show you how to use that JDEG to get you the results that you're looking for. All right, ladies, so check it out, themultiorgasmicmama.com forward slash coaching and book a call with me and let's get you some results, baby. All right, thanks, ladies. I'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye.